Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO Podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify Podcasts. Your home for the complete broadcast coverage of high school softball, volleyball, football, basketball, and baseball. We're the Parkland's sports leader. AM 1240, KFMO. Go online to kfmosports.com. We're the Parkland sports leader. AM 1240, KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Well, good morning to you. I'm so happy you're here and thank you for tuning in today. It's great to have you with us as we get ready to move throughout the morning. The rest of the day, it's going to be legislative reports with uh, several of our uh, normal legislators that <laughs> I shouldn't call them normal legislators, should I? Uh, <clears throat> that implies maybe there are abnormal <laughs> legislators. Oh, boy. No, no, no. Uh, the usual guests we have during the legislative reports. Uh, we have today scheduled Mike Henderson, uh, Dale Wright, state representatives, also state representatives Chris Dinkins and Cindy Buckeye Cordaway. And before we even get that started around 7.20, I just want to say thanks to all of those who agreed to be on the program today. Uh, it's very a very busy job. You have to balance a lot of things and be able to speak in front of a lot of people and make sense, which I have trouble doing. And, you know, just do the business of the people. That's not an easy job. And I'm proud to be able to say we can get these folks on to talk about what they're trying to do to make the state better, make our lives better, really, in the long run. So that's coming up today here on our program. Right now it's seven minutes after seven o'clock, and I just, uh, again, want to say thanks for tuning in to our little old radio station right here. <laughs> yeah, I love to use those funny voices, uh, just like, you know, the Beverly Hillbillies. Wee doggies. Yeah, I still say that kind of stuff. Let's see. Who's on the block today? What's going on? Oh, um, here's a good one for you. See, I haven't had time to look at those. I've been writing news in the background. But I did find something fun for us to talk about. A friend's super fan with an uncanny eye for detail has just figured out where... Monica and Chandler ended up living. According to him, it's the mansion from Home Alone, and he can prove it. He matched the garage and the front door across from the house in Home Alone to shots from the episode when Chandler and Monica buy a house. The former art director on Friends saw the post and confirmed the backdrop they used as the street view was originally made for Home Alone. Somebody there with a great eye. Yeah. And that friend superfan uh, getting some kudos, I suppose. Stick around. We have a newscast coming up next here at AM 1240. Shop local, buy local, save big deals. 
It's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Diamonds and More Jewelers in Farmington, the Sand Trap Indoor Golf Club in Park Hills, Domino's Pizza, and Midwest Sports Center. For the Parkland's Big Deals online store, go to our websites, kfmo.com or b104fm.com. Precious memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the lives of those we love We're there for you in your time of need. In fact, we've been serving the Farmington area since 1864. With years of service to our community, we're proud to be your choice for funeral care. Celebrate the lives of those you Cozine Memorial Chapel and Crematory in Farmington. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Friday, December 29th, and it's 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to find out more about the Office of Administration in Missouri. They have a new state employee referral program. Also, with several elections taking place in 2024, the April election is going to be a big one. We'll hear more about that and what we can expect, at least some of the items, from St. Francis County Clerk Kevin Engler, plus a special webinar on white oak trees in Missouri and how they're important to the whiskey, bourbon, and wine industries is going to be held soon. A horticultural specialist with the Jefferson County University of Missouri Extension Center, Debbie Kelly, says the white oak tree is important to barrel production. The white oak actually is what's important in making the barrels, which are necessary to make wine and to make whiskey and bourbon. And so we kind of lead the state when it comes to that and making the barrels, which is an an offshoot of agriculture industry. Missouri and our part of the state is one of the leading areas with forests with white oaks. The webinar is set for January 8th, and for more information, contact your local University of Missouri Extension office or visit the University of Missouri Extension website and click on that Events tab. The Office of Administration is set to debut a new state employee referral program. The program, called Show Me's Got Talent, was created to incentivize current state team members from eligible executive departments to advocate for and endorse jobs to quality candidates positively impacting the hiring and retention of state workers. The program was proposed by the winners of the 2022 Show Me Challenge. That's a program that allows state team members across Missouri's 17 executive departments to identify solutions that improve how citizens are served. Executive branch departments that recruit using the Mo Careers job application platform are eligible to participate in the statewide program. With several elections taking place in 2024, the April elections will have a large ballot. St. Francis County Clerk Kevin Engler says in April, the ballot focuses on local positions and issues. City councils and the school boards uh, filing for that ended uh, on the 26th of December. We had filings for most of the different departments in the Amherst District, the 911, everybody. I expect that uh, there will be a couple tax issues put on the ballots by our local schools or community college. 
Engler explains the primary elections will be held in August and the presidential election in November. According to Engler, he expects a 7% voter turnout for the April elections. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It is Friday, December 29th. 12 minutes after 7 o'clock here at 1240 KFMO. Time to check that weather quickly for you. We have uh, at this time from our KFMO B104 Weather Center a temperature of 33 degrees. Now that plays out with a uh, wind chill today of 26 right now. Winds are moving 7 to 10 miles an hour out of the northwest causing that for us. The forecast for today, snow likely mixing with rain probably after 10 a.m., then gradually ending. Cloudy today, a high of 36 is expected, and northwesterly winds will gust up to about 20, maybe 22 miles per hour. Sports is next with Jared Pettis, so stay tuned and check the website. It's KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Day three of the Central Christmas Tournament from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. It was a six-broadcast day as we started with the girls' semifinals and top-seed Central beat the five-seed Festus 70-38. to Chloe Dishbein leads the team with 19 points. Taylor O'Connor and 16. The Central Lady Rebels never trailed in that one, outscoring Festus in the first 26 to 8 and never looked back as they move on to the championship game getting back there after getting upset last year by the Fredericktown Lady Cats who played in the second semifinal on Thursday against the three seed South Iron Lady Panthers. This game was hotly contested and back and forth South Iron led after one 15 to 10 but Fredericktown used an 18 to 4 second quarter to take the lead then it was South Iron 19 to 16 in the third to keep it close and it started out Fredericktown in the fourth but South Iron came all the way back, and Anna Parker kept her team in it with 31 points. Rena Miller adds 12, but it was this lone made three-pointer by Peyton German all game that sent her club, the Lady Panthers, to the championship game with the buzzer beater. Verdict Down's got fouls to give. Yes. Dinkins to Parker. Clock ticks down to seven. Do we have overtime? It's down to four. Parker through a screen. She'll take it in. Kick out German at the buzzer. German got it! South Iron going to the championship game with the buzzer beater, Peyton German. 57-54 the final and Central knows who they play and it's the South Iron Panthers. For the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats, Ava Penuel led with 14 points. Gabby McFadden had 12. She was 4 of 5 from the land of plenty while Kira Francis put up 10 points in the loss. Fredericktown will play Festus in the third place game Saturday while Central battles South Iron in the championship game. Both of those on AM 1240 KFMO. And from there we had four boys quarterfinals from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse on the boys' side of the bracket. We started it with top seed Central and the Rebels as they played the nine-seeded Steelville Cardinals. Central wins at 76-55 and never trailed after a 16-8 first quarter. The Rebels get 31 from Joe Bryant, 12 from Zach Boyd, but 19 from Caden Casey. Owen McPeters' 19 points for Steelville was not enough as the cards will fall to the fifth-place bracket. And the Central Rebels move on to the semifinal. They'll play against the four-seed Hillsboro Hawks, a rematch of last year's championship game. Hillsboro beat the five-seed Potosi Trojans 70-63, to a game that got close towards the end because Potosi outscored Hillsboro 23-19. 
but it wasn't enough to outlast the Hawks. As Hillsborough comes away with the victory, Greg Robinson lays in 16 points with 11 rebounds. Dominic Sutton adds 12, then Nick Marchetti's 11 was followed by Peyton Brown's 10. For the Potosi Trojans, Carter Whitley gets 27 points in the victory. Both teams shoot 55% from the field, and both teams make 26 of 47. Interesting stat line there. Hillsborough will play Central in our first semifinal tonight on KFMO, 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. Potosi plays against Steelville. From there, it was the South Iron Panthers at the two-seed going up against the Tennessee DeSoto Dragons. The upsetters, DeSoto over St. Genevieve in the first round. Couldn't play Cinderella in this one as they get beat by the two-seed South Iron Panthers, 66-45. Sawyer Huff had 24 points in the win. Marquise Burst with 16 points. Hunter Huff only had five Five points, but adds 15 rebounds in the victory for the South Iron Panthers, who out-rebound DeSoto 32-13. South Iron moves on, and they face off against the Farmington Knights, who outlast Festus. And a buzzer-beater shot that wouldn't fall for the Tigers. The Knights win that one 44-41. They get 16 points from Cannon Roth and 12 from Max and LeMans, including two straight three-point buckets made that gave his club the lead early in the third quarter. He goes 4 of 6 from the land of plenty while Ford Festus Drew Johnson and Aiden Clifton add 12 each. The Tigers were outscored in that second half 28-23 to and the final score 44-41. That sets the field for the semifinals tonight as Central plays Hillsborough at 6 and Farmington goes up against South Iron at 7.30. Again, our coverage starts at 5.30 on AM 1240 KFMO. That's tonight in the semifinal. Other happenings from Thursday from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in boys' loser bracket as the Fredericktown Black Cats beat North County 55-39 and it was St. Genevieve over Perryville 77-54. Today's action in the loser's bracket, Jefferson plays Crystal City at noon and at 1.30 it's Fredericktown and St. Genevieve. Then in the fifth place bracket, Steelville and Potosi at 3, Festus and DeSoto at 4.30. Out of town scoreboard check from Thursday and the first state community to bank girls holiday tournament in its fifth installment from West County and Kingston. At West County of the winner's bracket, Hillsborough beat Viburnum while Valley Catholic falls to Perryville 51-46. West County drops one to Jefferson 68-40 in Cuba wallops DeSoto. And in the ninth place bracket, Crystal City falls to St. Paul 49-35 but Valley Caledonia beat Kingston 45-40. Crystal City will play Kingston in the 11th place game today at 1. And in the ninth place game at 2.30, it'll be St. Paul and Valley Caledonia. And the Warrior Winter Classic on the boys' side, Kingston falls to Sekman 84-57 and Valley Catholic loses to St. Vincent 59-56. Kingston plays in the third place game against Fox tonight at 6 and for Valley Catholic they play Valmeyer at 3 o'clock today. Rockwood Summit Girls Holiday Classic. Farmington beats Webster Groves 62-50. Farmington plays in the championship game today at 4 against Francis Howell who beat Francis Howell North 58-41. And the Rala Holiday Tournament that features North County they fall to Waynesville 80-50. North County will play Raytown in the seventh place game. And the Giants Jingle Bell Tournament in its first installment. West County falls to St. Mary's 76-36 in the semis. They'll play in the third place game against Lift for Life. And St. Paul loses their fifth place semifinal to McKinley 68-32. They'll play today at three in the seventh place game. From there to the ice at Enterprise Center in NHL, the St. Louis Blues are back at it tonight to wrap up a homestand when they host the Colorado Avalanche. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock puck drop on B104.3. 
and NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs host the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Coverage starts at 2 on KFMO with kickoff at 325. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play Ohio State, the Buckeyes in the Cotton Bowl today from Dallas. Head coach Eli Drinkwitz says they've enjoyed the pageantry of the Cotton Bowl experience, but now all the focus needs to be on today's game. Our focus needs to increase on the game. Uh, it's a great opportunity to be in a New Year's Six, but it's really important to play well. Um, to have 34 days off in play is a real challenge, and, and so our focus is to try to focus on the fundamentals, the things that are really going to matter, pre- and post-snap penalties, ball security, tackling. The Tigers and Buckeyes kick off at 7 o'clock today. Missouri ninth in the nation, Ohio State at 7. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Discover unbeatable deals at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. Indulge in the all-American burger and fries combo for $7.95. Paired with refreshing $2 Bud Light pints on Wednesdays. Or elevate your week with 75-cent boneless wings on Mondays, half-off traditional wings on Tuesdays, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Happy hours from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and late night from 9 to close every day. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive, Farmington. Tis the season for joy and savings at Walmart in Potosi. Sending warm Christmas wishes your way. Explore the festive aisles for everything you need to make your holidays merry and bright. Happy holidays from Walmart, your one-stop shop for the perfect Christmas celebration. Listen to all that cash I saved shopping at my local Big Deal store. I know what you're thinking. Jenny, tell me more. Well, this is a secret I love sharing. Shop your local Big Deal store from your phone, computer, or tablet for gift certificates at discounted prices. Automotive, pets, retail, groceries, entertainment, outdoor, restaurants, services, travel, health, beauty. It's all there. Shop and soon you'll be saving too. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deals logo for instant savings. For the absolute best in automotive restoration and collision repair services in Washington and surrounding counties, call American Metal Collision and Restoration. From hail damage to fender benders to full collision work and frame repair, American Metal Collision and Restoration has you covered. Give them a call today at 573-436-1734 or check them out online at AmericanMetalCollisionAndRestoration.com. American Metal Collision and Restoration, located on Business Park Drive off Highway O in Mineral Point. It's 722 at KFMO. Stay tuned because next we're going to visit with State Representative Mike Henderson as the first interview in the series of legislative reports we're going to feature today right here on the air at AM 1240. That's next. This is season for joy. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Palace Station in Bon Terre. Stay safe and spread love and kindness this holiday season. Make your moments memorable with quality and care from the Palace Station in Bon Terre. Christmas. <laughs> this is Ronnie with Ronnie Sales Real Estate with a reminder that there's no place like a new home for the holidays and wishing you a very merry and bright holiday season. <laughs> Tis the season of joy and happiness with Potosi Lumber. Merry Christmas and a happy new year from their family to yours. Cherish these moments with loved ones surrounded by warmth and love. 
Potosi Lumber, where memories and craftsmanship come together. Happy holidays from everyone at R&K Tire on Highway 8 in Potosi. They appreciate your business this past year and look forward to serving all your tire needs in the new year. Season's greetings from Rob and all the crew at R&K Tire in Potosi. This is the start from AM 1240 KFMO, and it's time to begin our interviews of a legislative perspective today. The first person we're going to visit with is State Representative Mike Henderson. He's on the phone lines this morning. Good morning, Representative. How are you this uh, December 29th? Hey, I'm doing great, Mike. How are you doing? Pretty good. It's an exciting day here at the radio station. As I was telling our listeners, all these uh, legislative reports we're putting on, um, I just enjoy talking about government and uh, finding out what's going on in Jefferson City and the nation's capital, wherever it might be. And it's pretty exciting because we have a new session starting uh, next Wednesday, the 3rd. So uh, what are your thoughts on this session? It must be a pretty exciting time for you. You know, it's always exciting when we head back up to Jefferson City. Um, every session is its own thing. You know, every session you start with all these things that you want to see get done, and you see other things pop up and going, well, that's really great. We need to do that, too. I think every session kind of becomes its own little thing, and I, I think that's a good thing that as we go through it. And I'm looking forward to this one. I Hopefully we get a lot of good things done for the people of Missouri. Of course, on the other hand, I've always believed, that, that people don't really want a lot more government in their lives, so not passing a whole lot of bills isn't necessarily a bad thing either. I agree with you there. Uh, you can get caught up in the measures that people want to see passed, maybe the issues, and the next thing you know, the session's almost over. Uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't know if difficult would be the best word to use to, to try to get bills through and see them especially to be signed by the governor if they were passed and approved by both houses and things. Uh, do you have any measures you're going to introduce when the session begins? I am not going to uh, do as many bills this year. I am going to be doing some. I'm doing one to try to get DESE, Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, to get rid of the MAP test. They'll have to have a test. The MAP test, in my opinion, is, is, does not measure anything really. They take it. They don't get the results back to the next year. The kids have moved on the next grade. It doesn't drive instruction. So I've got a bill that I'm going to file for the purpose of having DESE ask the federal government for a waiver so that they can get a better test that can actually be used to drive instruction. That's one of my bills. And I'm doing another one on drunk drivers. I'm doing it for a, a, a local lady, Miss Williams, who lost a big portion of her family in a drunk driving accident. Uh, a drunk driver hit her son's car, um, fatally killing her, his son, her son, his wife, and their, and their young child. And we're trying to hold them accountable when they orphan some of these kids. And so that's a bill I've got quite a bit of passion about, and we're going to work really hard on this session. Then outside of that, I'm not going to file a lot of bills because they've asked me, besides being Speaker Pro Tem this year, to, to head up the Professional Development Caucus, to, and that caucus is main goal will be to establish the priorities of our caucus, the main goals that we want to accomplish all session. So I'll be working a lot on that to, to establish the priorities of our caucus. Tell me uh, your thoughts on the budget. We've seen it grow, and it's been affected by ARPA funds and things like that. Uh, what do you think is happening in the future with our budget? Well, I think it's – I don't think uh, – let's go back a little bit. 
it has grown. It's grown from when I started in about $34 billion to $50 billion. So that's in the last seven years. Now, a lot of that was the ARPA funds where the federal government was just printing money and just kept sending it out. And then that ARPA money would get spent and respent, which kept causing more sales tax revenue. And that was the main reason we were seeing that. Now, I think it's going to continue to shrink a little bit. And then we've cut taxes. We cut taxes, three major tax cuts since I've been in there. And um, so, you know, cutting taxes is going to shrink at some, which I don't think is a bad thing again. Uh, I think everybody wants enough tax money in there to do the vital services they want, like roads and bridges, police, firefighter services, all the things they need they think are vital. But, but I don't think we need to keep growing the government. I think we're going to do it in the right way. The good news is we left somewhere, and it depends on the final numbers at the end of the year, between $4.8 and $6 billion that we did not spend last year that we left in there. So we have plenty of money. If we bring that down, we, we, you know, unlike the federal government, we don't spend everything we brought in. Plus, we kept some in the bank just like you would at your house. Uh, unless you have uh, any other comments about uh, the session coming up, I wanted to talk to you about your announcement for uh, running for a state senate. Well, I'm very excited about it. I've, I've done seven years going on eight in the House. I have. This has been one of the great pleasures of my life. I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, you, when you go into this, you, you don't know. And I've really enjoyed that. As you know, I started out as a government teacher. And so I'm going to be running for Senate District 3, which takes in St. Genevieve, Washington, St. Francis, part of Jefferson, and all of Crawford counties. Uh, I, I, of course, am hoping to get elected. I'm going to do the best I can. And, and if elected, I will try to do the exact same job I've done in the House, which I hope that people feel like I've represented them well. Now, Elaine Gannon currently holds the seat, and I understand she's announced she's not going to run. So uh, I guess, uh, do you know of any opponents you'll have at this point? We have a primary to go through, I suppose. There's one gentleman from um, Crawford County who has announced. I, I don't really know a whole lot about the gentleman. But there's one gentleman from Crawford County has announced he, he's running. Otherwise, uh, no one that I'm aware of. Me neither. I, I've tried to keep an eye on that, but I haven't seen a lot of action there. So, so good luck on the run. Do you? I guess you would anticipate, uh, voters could anticipate, you'll take the same attitudes you have now as a representative into the Senate. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I, I hope that they think I've done a good job the last seven years going on eight and, and nothing's going to change. And that's kind of what I believe in. I'm going to do the best job I can for them. And one thing I can guarantee them, I will work hard. Excellent. Well, we wish you luck on the campaign. Anything else you want to mention today? No, I just hope everybody has a very happy new year. I hope they had a great Christmas and I wish everybody a happy new year. Excellent. And that comes from us here at the radio station to you and your family, too. So thanks a lot. We appreciate it, Representative, and we'll talk to you soon. Mike, thank you very much. Again, that's State Representative Mike Henderson here on AM 1240 with our legislative reports beginning this morning. So stay tuned. Up next, we'll have a newscast at KFMO. Hi, this is Chris Wigger, president of First State Community Bank in Ironton. From our family to yours, have a wonderful holiday season. We've enjoyed serving you throughout the year and look forward to providing that same friendly service in the year to come. 
Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's the wrap up the year sales event and we've got big discounts, big rebates. 23 half tons, 10% rebates, discounts up to $15,000. Grand Cherokees, 10% rebate, discounts averaging about $8,000, $9,000. Folks, it's a great time. Come on in, take a test drive. No matter what you're looking for, we've got them. Big discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Colton Steakhouse, Paw Fiction Pet Grooming, Charlie's Mowing Service and Snow Removal, and the Oasis Christian Bookstore and Gifts. They're all part of our Big Deals. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Chance of rain and snow to start and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s. Tonight we should be dry and report the cloudy sky upper 20s. And then Saturday is sunshine upper 40s. Sunday, partly sunny skies are high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be Filled with sunshine, our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday, sunny skies, our high temperature is Tuesday, mid to upper 40s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Friday, December 29th, and it's 732 in our newscast, we're going to hear more about the 2024 Missouri Legislative Session. Actually, you know, that's the framework for the story. The story actually concerns history with the session and what happened in 1856. So we also have news about, well, the holidays and your drinking habits. And also officials with the U.S. Department of Agriculture tell us severe drought conditions continue in St. Francis, St. Genevieve, Iron, Dent, Crawford, Jefferson, and Reynolds counties. The same is said for Madison, northern and western Perry County, and part of the northwestern area of Bollinger County. Northwest Crawford County is also reporting extreme drought conditions. Moderate drought is shown in the rest of the parkland, even with the precipitation we've experienced lately. The latest drought map was released by the Department of Agriculture yesterday. With the holidays here, our drinking habits may not be as healthy as they should be. Sister Mary Rachel Nurbin is with the Rural Parish Medical Clinic from the Archdiocese of St. Louis. She says now's a great time to set a goal in terms of your own health and what you consume. Just to behoove you to look and see what is it that I'm consuming. Am I consuming things that come from the earth and from natural products? Or am I consuming a lot of things that are processed and have chemicals in them? Nurban adds an example of one nutritional problem many of us experience is not getting enough water. According to Nurban, we should remember our bodies need water more than processed drinks like soda, energy drinks, and adult beverages to stay in good health, even though many of us get very little water each day. 
The 2024 Missouri Legislative Session begins next week. Missouri Senate reporter Dean Morgan says on this day, December 29th in 1856 in Missouri Senate history, it was the first day of the first session's 19th General Assembly. Morgan adds legislators were dealing with bank regulations and railroads at that time, among other issues. New regulations for banks and banking were put into place, along with creating the Office of Bank Commissioner. Lawmakers revised Missouri's statute of limitations, hastened completion of railroads, revised the mechanics lien law for St. Louis, more bonds to build railroads were issued, adding to the $10 million already approved, and two more counties would come into existence. December 29, 1856, the date marking the first day of the first session of the 19th General Assembly on this date in Missouri Senate history. Reporting from the state capitol, I'm Dean Morgan. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Friday, December 29th, 7.35. Be sure to stay tuned for Sports with Jared Pettis. It's next. And check the website kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Day three of the Central Christmas Tournament from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. It was a six broadcast day as we started with the girls semifinals and top seed Central beat the five seed Festus 70-38. to Chloe Dishbine leads the team with 19 points. Taylor O'Connor and 16. The Central Lady Rebels never trailed in that one, outscoring Festus in the first 26-8 and never looked back as they move on to the championship game getting back there after getting upset last year by the Fredericktown Lady Cats who played in the second semifinal on Thursday against the three-seed South Iron Lady Panthers. This game was hotly contested and back and forth South Iron led after one 15-10 but Fredericktown used an 18-4 second quarter to take the lead. Then it was South Iron 19-16 in the third to keep it close and it started out Fredericktown in the fourth but South Iron came all the way back and Anna Parker kept her team in it with 31 points. Rena Miller adds 12, but it was this lone main three-pointer by Peyton German all game that sent her club, the Lady Panthers, to the championship game with the buzzer beater. Verdict Down's got fouls to give. Yes. Dinkins to Parker. Clock ticks down to seven. Do we have overtime? It's down to four. Parker through a screen. She'll take it in. Kick out German at the buzzer. German got it! South Iron going to the championship game with the buzzer beater Peyton German. 57-54 the final and Central knows who they play and it's the South Iron Panthers. For the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats, Ava Penuel led with 14 points. Gabby McFadden had 12. She was 4 of 5 from the Land of Plenty, while Kira Francis put up 10 points in the loss. Fredericktown will play Festus in the third place game Saturday, while Central battles South Iron in the championship game, both of those on AM 1240 KFMO. And from there we had four boys quarterfinals from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse on the boys' side of the bracket. We started it with top seed Central and the Rebels as they played the nine-seeded Steelville Cardinals. Central wins at 76-55 and never trailed after a 16-8 first quarter. The Rebels get 31 from Joe Bryant, 12 from Zach Boyd, but 19 from Caden Casey. Owen McPeter's 19 points for Steelville was not enough as the cards will fall to the fifth-place bracket. And the Central Rebels move on to the semifinal. They'll play against the four-seed Hillsborough Hawks, a rematch of last year's championship game. Hillsborough beat the five-seed Potosi Trojans 70-63, to a game that got close towards the end because Potosi outscored Hillsborough 23-19. 
but it wasn't enough to outlast the Hawks. As Hillsborough comes away with the victory, Greg Robinson lays in 16 points with 11 rebounds. Dominic Sutton adds 12, then Nick Marchetti's 11 was followed by Peyton Brown's 10. For the Potosi Trojans, Carter Whitley gets 27 points in the victory. Both teams shoot 55% from the field, and both teams make 26 of 47. Interesting stat line there. Hillsborough will play Central in our first semifinal tonight on KFMO 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. Potosi plays against Steelville. From there, it was the South Iron Panthers at the two-seed going up against the Tennessee DeSoto Dragons. The upsetters DeSoto over St. Genevieve in the first round. Couldn't play Cinderella in this one as they get beat by the two-seed South Iron Panthers 66-45. Sawyer Huff had 24 points in the win. Marquise Burst with 16 points. Hunter Huff only had five points but adds 15 rebounds in the victory for the South Iron Panthers who out-rebound DeSoto 32-13. South Iron moves on and they face off against the Farmington Knights who outlast Festus and a buzzer beater shot that wouldn't fall for the Tigers. The Knights win that one 44-41. They get 16 points from Cannon Roth and 12 for Max and LeMans, including two straight three-point buckets made that gave his club the lead early in the third quarter. He goes four of six from the land of plenty while Ford Festus, Drew Johnson, and Aiden Clifton add 12 each. The Tigers were outscored in that second half, 28-23. to And the final score, 44-41. That sets the field for the semifinals tonight as Central plays Hillsboro at six and Farmington goes up against South Iron at 7.30. Again, our coverage starts at 5.30 on AM 1240 KFMO. That's tonight in the semifinal. Other happenings from Thursday from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in boys' loser brackets as the Fredericktown Blackcats beat North County 55-39 and it was St. Genevieve over Perryville 77-54. Today's action in the loser's bracket, Jefferson plays Crystal City at noon and at 1.30 it's Fredericktown and St. Genevieve. Then in the fifth place bracket, Steelville and Potosi at 3, Festus and DeSoto at 4.30. Out-of-town scoreboard check from Thursday in the first state community to bank girls holiday tournament and its fifth installment from West County and Kingston. At West County of the winner's bracket, Hillsboro beat Viburnum while Valley Catholic falls to Perryville 51-46. West County drops one to Jefferson 68-40 in Cuba wallops DeSoto. And in the ninth place bracket, Crystal City falls to St. Paul 49-35 but Valley Caledonia beat Kingston 45-40. Crystal City will play Kingston in the 11th place game today at 1. And in the ninth place game at 2.30 it'll be St. Paul and Valley Caledonia. And the Warrior Winter Classic on the boys' side, Kingston falls to Seckman 84-57 and Valley Catholic loses to St. Vincent 59-56. Kingston plays in the third place game against Fox tonight at 6 and for Valley Catholic they play Valmire at 3 o'clock today. Rockwood Summit Girls Holiday Classic. Farmington beats Webster Groves 62-50. Farmington plays in the championship game today at 4 against Francis Howell who beat Francis Howell North 58-41. And the Rala Holiday Tournament that features North County they fall to Waynesville 80-50. North County will play Raytown in the seventh place game. And the Giants Jingle Bell Tournament in its first installment. West County falls to St. Mary's 76-36 in the semis. They'll play in the third place game against Lift for Life. And St. Paul loses their fifth place semifinal to McKinley 68-32. They'll play today at three in the seventh place game. From there to the ice at Enterprise Center in NHL, the St. Louis Blues are back at it tonight to wrap up a homestand when they host the Colorado Avalanche. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock puck drop on B104.3. 
three. And NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs host the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Coverage starts at 2 on KFMO with kickoff at 325. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play Ohio State, the Buckeyes in the Cotton Bowl today from Dallas. Head coach Eli Drinkwitz says they've enjoyed the pageantry of the Cotton Bowl experience, but now all the focus needs to be on today's game. Our focus needs to increase on the game. Uh, it's a great opportunity to be in a New Year's Six, but it's really important to play well. Um, to have 34 days off in play is a real challenge, and, and so our focus is to try to focus on the fundamentals, the things that are really going to matter, pre- and post-snap penalties, ball security, tackling. The Tigers and Buckeyes kick off at 7 o'clock today. Missouri ninth in the nation, Ohio State at 7. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate it. Remember, we have uh, more legislative interviews coming up next. The next person on the air will be Representative Dale Wright. And the next program will be the Career Connection. Looking for a job? Stay tuned to KFMO. I'm Missouri Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. This holiday season, remember to visit buymissouri.net to find Missouri-made products, manufacturers, and retailers near you. Purchasing goods and services closer to home supports our friends and neighbors by creating jobs and keeping our hard-earned dollars in the local economy. I encourage you to shop local every day, but especially during this holiday season. Visit BuyMissouri.net and follow at BuyMissouri on social media for more information. Brought to you by the Missouri Lieutenant Governor's Office. It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection. Heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. Proffer Produce is hiring for multiple positions throughout the facility. It's a fast-paced work environment where forklift and pallet jack experience is preferred but not required. Must be able to lift 50 pounds. Apply via Indeed or in person at 920 5th Street in Park Hills. If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or B104FM.com. Bird's Eye View extends warm wishes to their amazing patients. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. May your holidays sparkle with joy. Your vision, their priority. Cheers to a bright and healthy year ahead. Have our award-winning news delivered to your inbox. The KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee Newsletter. A necessary start to your day. We have received a report that one of the escaped inmates... The top stories of the day have never been easier to find with the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee Newsletter. The tax rate is... Get the news delivered to your email every weekday for free with the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee Newsletter. Go to KFMO.com and subscribe today. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. U.S. chipmaking giant NVIDIA is set to launch a slower-performing version of a game processor in China to comply with U.S. export restrictions. According to NVIDIA's website, the new chip has 11% fewer processing cores than versions sold outside of China. An NVIDIA spokesperson told Reuters that the chip was designed to fully comply with U.S. government export controls. L'Oreal Harris Francois Betancourt Myers, who inherited the beauty product empire from her grandfather, is now the first woman to amass a $100 billion fortune. Her wealth jumped to $100.1 billion yesterday. The milestone came as shares for L'Oreal rose to a record high, with the stock set for its best year since 1998. She is now the 12th richest person in the world. And on Wall Street, futures are little changed on the final trading day of 2023. Yesterday, the Dow Industrials were up 50 
53. The Nasdaq down four and the S&P 500 up nearly two. That's your money now. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol. Vicki Crocker and the entire staff at Vicki Crocker Realty in Deloge sends this wish to you for the holidays. May you be inspired by giving, changed by love, filled with peace, and touched by miracles. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from everyone at Vicki Crocker Realty in Deloge. This holiday season, Wolfer's Law in Farmington extends heartfelt gratitude to their amazing clients. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. They're excited to continue serving you with dedication and excellence in the coming year. The decision of an attorney is an important one and should not be based solely on advertising. Well, you'll want to stay tuned to KFMO because up next we're going to make another uh, interview run to the uh, legislative department. We have Representative Dale Wright standing by on the phone lines. He's going to talk with us about the coming session and some measures he'll introduce, uh, committees, appointments, the budget, a lot of the same uh, topics but a different perspective. Uh, coming up here in just a moment, it's next on KFMO. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Chance of rain and snow to start, and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s. Tonight, we should be dry under a part of the cloudy sky, upper 20s. And then Saturday, sunshine, upper 40s. Sunday, partly sunny skies are high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be Filled with sunshine, our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday, sunny skies, our high temperatures Tuesday, mid to upper 40s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. This is the start from KFMO. It's time for another interview, so let's go to the phone lines. It's another legislative report, this with Representative Dale Wright. He's standing by for us. Good morning, Representative Wright. How are you today? Mike, I'm good. How are you? Well, doing great. This is a lot of fun. I get to talk to legislators all morning, and uh, I just really enjoy that kind of thing. And it's very interesting to me to find out what goes on in Jefferson City, especially in the the House, the Senate, and how that all fits together with what the governor's doing. And it's just really amazing to me. And the new session starts next Wednesday, January 3rd. So you must be excited and thinking about, gee, uh, how am I going to approach all of this? And that's how I would be feeling right now. <laughs> well, it is. It's always uh, uh, a little bit of excitement when you start a new session. 
trying to anticipate some of the things that you hope you can get accomplished for the for the citizens. And uh, so it, it, it is exciting. But I would also say it's always exciting when it's the end of the session as well to get to be home a little more and get to uh, obviously be with, with family, but also get to be out and uh, visit with our constituents and get to uh, uh, be at different functions. So uh, both both ends of the spectrum are, are interesting, and uh, we look forward to it. Yeah, I can really just barely imagine what it must be like. You know, you come out of Jefferson City and, and after the session, and you visit with everybody, it's kind of a checkup on, okay, here's what we did, what do you think, and how's it going to work, and things like that. I imagine you run into a lot of questions and comments. Well, we do, and uh, one thing that uh, I was always amazed at uh, from the very first day that I got to Jefferson City is how much uh, people back home are involved and interested in uh, the governance of the city, uh, of, the, of the state. Uh, I'm embarrassed to tell you that not one time did I ever reach out to my congressman or my state representative or my senator or anything else. Um, I just kind of took it for granted. That's what other people did. But uh, I have to tell you, it was just a, a real pleasant surprise to learn how many people do reach out, whether it's phone, uh, emails, if they come to the office uh, or whatever that means is. Uh, there are a lot of people who are involved. And so, you know, that's the way it should be. Uh, we represent the, the people back home, and that's the real honor of it. Uh, sometimes it's not always, not always enjoyable uh, when you get into some back-and-forth discussions, but the thing that never is, ceases to uh, exist is that it's an honor to get to represent everyone back home and to be their advocate in the governance of the, of the state and to be able to try to stand up for what their needs are. Well, tell me about uh, any bills you might be introducing. I, I'm kind of assuming that you have some you're going to take to Jefferson City with you. Well, I do, and I've, uh, you know, it, it, in state government, you can always do what they call pre-file bills. So our session doesn't start to uh, really take hold is on January the 3rd, as you mentioned, but we can file bills as early as December 1st. And so uh, sometimes we either refile bills that uh, we filed before that didn't make it to the finish line, or we uh, have new bills that either we decide we think should happen, or if maybe some constituents or organizations back home uh, would like us to, to file. So uh, that's kind of what happened this year. So uh, the one bill that I've filed three years now and we always get it out of the House uh, overwhelmingly, but then it gets stalled over in the Senate. And that's something that I affectionately call the PBM bill, the Pharmacy Benefits Management Bill. And what that is, uh, it's something that just is so important to the state and to especially it, it affects every single family in the state of Missouri. And that is the rising cost of prescription drugs. And so what my bill does it, it uh, requires these pharmacy benefits managers who uh, actually manage the prescription drug programs for either governments or large uh, corporations. Uh, they manage those, those uh, actions and, and those activities uh, for those 
entities, and then they uh, negotiate with pharmacy manufacturers and distributors to try to drive the cost down. So they aggregate the volumes of all their clients, and then they leverage that against uh, manufacturers of pharmaceutical drugs. Well, uh, that worked really well for several years. That was what they did is they drove the cost down. But then eventually they began to uh, find out that they could actually leverage and make a lot of money for themselves. So they started um, creating these models where they actually started putting in rebates and fees and so on that they charged against manufacturers of pharmaceutical uh, products that should have been passed on. Those discounts and fees should have passed on to the patients, but they actually kept them themselves and put that in their own pockets. Then when they became so so very profitable, then insurance manufacturers, excuse me, insurance companies, they started acquiring these PBMs. And now what's happening is rather than um, try to uh, aggregate the volumes to try to drive the cost down for the patients, it's all about paying dividends to these pharmacy benefits managers, owners, and insurance company owners, etc. So uh, my bill doesn't stop them from doing that, but what it will do is it will cause transparency where they have to show what money they're collecting and what they're doing with the money. Um, hopefully that pressure will show that they're keeping way too much money and that should be going back to the patients. So that's the one I filed for. This will be the fourth year, and we're going to do that again. Um, another bill that's like that is what I call the the pharmacy voucher program. Well, a lot of times uh, patients are on very expensive pharmaceutical prescription drugs, and so uh, they're just uh, more than what people can afford. So in many cases, if it's a real expensive drug like a hemophilia drug or a cancer drug, then these manufacturers will give a voucher or a coupon to the patient to be able to defray their costs so they can afford to, to take their, their prescription drugs. And now what has happened is insurance companies, they've actually stepped in and said, well, gee, uh, you can't use those for deductibles or for your, your co-payments. They have to be used uh, later on. And we want you to pay us cash for that. And I just don't think that that's correct. Um, I don't. I think that uh, these insurance companies should be able to allow people to use their either a check or a credit card or cash or these vouchers. It's all all money, so it should be able to be used for that. So that's another important one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another one. Uh, the director of the Missouri Ethics Commission, uh, for some reason, she has term limits, or that position has term limits. And so uh, I am filing a bill to take that away. That's not a, a uh, partisan uh, position. So uh, we feel like or I feel like that that should be a permanent position and we lose knowledge whenever that person is termed out. They're currently they're termed out in eight years, and that really shouldn't, uh, shouldn't be. So, Dale, uh, I hate to interrupt you, but uh, I have about 45 seconds uh, left before we have to jump into CBS News. I really would talk with you probably a half hour or more about all this. But uh, any any final quick thoughts for the session coming up? Well, we're looking forward to trying to do some good things for um, 
for the people back home. I will say uh, this is going to be an interesting year. Um, every single office, state office, is open, whether it's the governor, lieutenant governor, uh, auditor, whatever that is. Every single one is open. So if you like campaign ads, you're going to get your belly full this year because that's all you're going to see on television now is debates and uh, uh, campaign ads. So mm-hmm. I understand. And from a radio standpoint, uh, we'll we'll take a few of those. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you betcha. Well, Dale, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Mike. 